And welcome to Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the show, and we are live here in Goshen, New York. We are on uh, or at C.J. Hooker Middle School, and we are on just almost an hour away from a TED Talk here at uh, Goshen City School District. Uh, and again, Andrew Murata here live on Education, Leadership, and Beyond. I'm excited to be here with you this afternoon. And yeah, we are on location. We had a, a one difficulty after another in terms of technology and connecting on the Wi-Fi. So we are outside in the courtyard here. It is actually a beautiful day. Uh, and myself and today's guest, Goshen High School Assistant Principal and former mayor Kyle Roddy uh, will be joining me in a moment. He's one of the featured speakers here this evening. And uh, this is where he went to middle school. This is his school district. And we're going to be talking TED Talks, leadership, life, uh, and in his role as a school administrator now back in his home district. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, today's show is sponsored by our friends Rocketbook. Uh, if you've watched the show before, you know about Rocketbook and um, what they've done for me. It is a reusable notebook. I got my pen here that works with it. And um, I'm going to take notes today. I'm going to take notes at the TED Talks here tonight. And then I'm going to scan it right into my Google Drive. Each page has a spot where you could designate it to your school e uh, email, your school Google Drive, your personal Google Drive. Uh, so this will go into my education, leadership, and beyond drive, and uh, I'm going to be taking notes. So thanks to Rocketbook for sponsoring the show. If you are interested in Rocketbook, go to their website, rocketbook.com, punch in the code MARADA20. You will get a 20% discount on uh, their stuff. If you're watching live today, uh, leave us a question or a comment um, for myself or Kyle, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So let's get rolling uh, before we bring in Kyle. The opening segment TED Talks, is it something that, that you do? Do you watch them? Do you listen to them? Uh, and have you been to one? I'm really excited uh, to be here today uh, in the Goshen School District to watch this TED Talk. And um, again, Kyle Roddy is uh, going to be one of the speakers there. And I've never been to one. So coming into this setting here, coming into this program, I want to learn something tonight. I want to be inspired tonight. I want to hear something about leadership, and I want to hear great stories. There's a book, and I usually reference the books at the end, but there's a book uh, called Talk Like Ted, and it's all about the greatest TED Talks and, and what they're about and, and what I've learned about TED Talks from watching so many and being uh, so, so excited about them is the stories. You have to be a good storyteller uh, for your audience. They're generally about eight minutes long. And we're going to learn uh, what Kyle's going to talk about here in a moment. So if TED talk Talks are not in your routine and they are not something that you normally do, my advice to you is to give it a try. Go see one. Go on YouTube and type in a subject you're passionate about and put TED Talk. And I guarantee there's going to be a TED Talk uh, about that subject. So check them out. Check out the book, Talk Like TED. Um, but let's get to it because he's got to go on. Welcome in uh, today. Uh, let me scoot over. Oh, okay. You come on this side. Okay. I'll scoot over. This is Kyle Roddy. Thank welcome you for having me. Yeah, welcome to the program. Hey, everybody. 
Good to be here. Come on in. This All is right. your old stomping ground. Yes, it is. We're, we're in this one here. Okay. Uh, Kyle. Uh, is this where you used to have lunch out here or is this a little? No, actually the back portion of this building was an addition after we left. Okay. Which side so, is that? This side? Yeah, this side that we're looking at here, I believe. Okay. Um, but so, no, but it's beautiful. They did a great job with it. It's uh, it's one of those uh, New Deal buildings, you know, just a beautiful building. So okay. uh, definitely enjoyed my time here. Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on uh, Education Leadership Beyond. And this is Kyle Roddy. Kyle's in his first year as assistant principal at Goshen uh, High School. Uh, but more importantly, tonight, you are one of the featured speakers here at, at Goshen's uh, TED Talk. And if they're watching live, Kyle, where where can they find it? Is it is it live? Is it going to be um, broadcasted? Where, where can they find it if they're watching right now? So there's a website they created. Uh, if you uh, search uh, Goshen TEDx, it should pop up. Uh, the two organizers, John Redeker and Eric Harris, they're both teachers in Goshen. John Redeker is also uh, our part-time director of technology as well. These guys have just worked so hard. So they uh, definitely created social media and a presence there. So I believe it's going to be streamed live on social media, on Facebook, and also on the website as well. So, and there'll be certainly things on YouTube afterwards. It's going to be a great show. And so Kyle, this is like, what are you talking about tonight? What's your, <laughs> I want you to give it all away, but what's your theme today? So I'm talking about youth flight. Goshen, I went to this middle school, I went to Goshen College and I came home, but a not just in Goshen, but in the Hudson Valley, don't do that. You know, we, we uh, raise our children here, and they graduate, and they kind of go off into the universe, which isn't necessarily a bad thing for them. It's not a critical piece. You went to school here, you were the mayor here, and now you're working in the district. So you are the opposite of that. I am, um, but you know, I'm one, you know, a lot of people that I love haven't returned to Goshen. And for everyone, it's different. You know, everyone's life path is different. You know, we want young people to go out and see the world, to climb Everest and, you know, sail the seven seas, as they say. Um, you know, for me, my path led me right back home. I had a great experience here and I knew I wanted to build a life here and give back to my community. So I've been fortunate. So along that theme, Kyle, tell me about the preparation for your talk here. Is it 18 minutes? Are they strict with the 18 minutes? Tell me about your preparation for tonight. So mine should be anywhere from eight to 12 minutes. You know, I, um, I don't really script it out um, to a letter because when I do, I'll, I'll usually mess up one thing and then I'll get all off track. So sure, I try to do sure. it off the cuff. Um, you know, I have my bullet points that I want to hit. And if I, I stay on track and I have some slides, just images on the slides, if I stay on track, it should be around 10 minutes. And have you rehearsed? Is it memorized? Like how many times did you do it? So I did the, the they did the full rehearsal two full days. Um, so they had every single speaker go and do full rehearsals um, from A to Z. Uh, but they also had a bunch of other optional rehearsals as well. So I participate in a few of my own. I, you know, I scripted it out, but I script when I do something like this. I'll
a council person. Okay. So I was 23, and I was speaking in my first time as an elected official at an Eagle Scout ceremony. And, and, and I'm an Eagle Scout from the same troop, so it was kind of okay. nice, and it should have been a pretty comfortable experience. I was so nervous. I was speaking on stage, came over while I was speaking, <laughs> put his arm around me and said, don't worry, we're all friends here. My presentation. I had a rocky start, um, you know, like, like I do with the more comfortable. Um, I still get nervous at times, and I still stutter and make mistakes, but... For the most part, you know, it's something I enjoy. I like being able to communicate with people. And and this TED Talk tonight, tell me about the the origination of it. Like whose idea was it and, and the work that went into getting here. We're an hour live uh, before the talk here. Tell me all that went into this moment right now. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big reader. You know, I read stuff about Goshen and all the way to the world issues. And one thing you see is there's this massive movement out of suburban areas, out of rural areas, into cities. And Goshen is a suburban area. We live an hour outside of New York City. And it's something where if you look at places like the Detroits of the world, where there's really downtrodden economies, a lot of times that can be tied to people not moving back there. So, you know, it's something I'm passionate about. We're nowhere near there, to be very clear. Um, you know, Goshen's a place where we're gaining population that's coming in. But if you look at all of New York State, New York was one of the first few states to lose population. So leaving Hudson Valley... Upstate New York has a whole nother level of challenges. So the question is, with the world changing and with technology changing, what can we do to stem that tide? Are there opportunities? And I think there are some. I know that's what I'll speak about today. Okay. So you, this was a group effort and you formulated, did they tell you what to speak on? Or you? No, every, every speaker, including, you know, there's uh, some young people as young as middle school that are going to be speaking today, seventh, eighth graders. Everyone came up with their own topic. The teacher help people refine their speeches and work on their slides and presentational skills as needed. But for the most part, this was organic where every speaker today had something they're passionate about, had an idea they wanted to share, and that's what they're going to be doing. And I know you're passionate about Goshen and the city and the town uh, and all, all that it is. You know, having grown up here, and again, you served as the mayor, uh, and now you're an assistant principal in the schools. Are there some things happening in the schools like tonight? This is a win-win, right? It's a win for the school and it's a win for the community. Sure. What are some other examples of, of maybe win-wins for the school and the community of initiatives that are going on here in uh, the Goshen School District? So the nice thing is it's always been that way. Back from when I was going to school and I was in the marching band and I had to carry the bass drum around on the Memorial Day parade, which was very, very heavy. Um, so there's always been a lot of synergy and connections with the community, something that is newer that I was involved in as mayor and now as a system. We get these, uh, the high school technology department cuts out a CNC machine, the horse racing computer, the oldest functioning one in the country, and the harness racing museum, Hall of Fame, some Goshen plugs there. And we have different artists paint these horses and put them around town. And some of those artists are students, some are adult artists, part of the Goshen Art League. But it's something where it's the Goshen Art Department, the technology department, and folks in the community getting together. So that's another great example example that's awesome yes and i know that racetrack is one of the the, the cores of the community here Let's talk leadership for a moment sure uh, again you've been serving in a leadership role since so you're still a young man but um how have you transformed into the role of assistant principal and tell me some of the leadership techniques that you use on a day-to-day -day basis sure well i would first say i'm still transforming every day i'm new in my role i'm learning every day and the nice thing is I'm surrounded by amazing individuals, whether it's, you know, from every single position in the building, you know, every role, there are 
amazing, incredible people that teach me things every day, including the students themselves. So I think in any leadership position, that constant drive to be better is essential. And that's something I try to really take home every day. I try to learn something every day. Um, so I think that driving to improve is really important. And one thing I learned as mayor is collaboration is really key. Um, you know, being able to work together, work as part of a team, ask people's opinions. Um, you know, I try to be out of my office as much as possible, talking to people, faculty members, students. Um, but again, I'm still new in the role. I'm not going to claim that I have it all figured out because I don't. I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. But every day I try to grow and I try to seek out other people that know a lot more than me. And I try to listen to those people, no matter who they are and what role they have. So what is something that you've learned this year? You know, I think that one of the most important things is to be cognizant, and I'm sure you can appreciate this as being a, a building leader, uh, is teacher's time and being cognizant of teacher's time. You know, I can have, you know, a whole bunch of ideas of things I want to do and initiatives and my other administrative partners, the same thing. But we have to understand the day constraints the teachers are already under with this because teachers have a whole, they take on their own, they have their own identity. And then for administration to throw in a new initiative, uh, it can really be, make things challenging. So it's about, you know, me being able to better laser beam on certain things that I think would have a, a maximum impact and then make sure that there's buy-in from the staff. And that's something that, you know, I'm still, uh, still getting better at every day because, you know, we have all these things we want to accomplish in leadership roles, but it's never push them. It's the people that work as part of that team throughout the building. And you mentioned collaboration, and that was a great point about the teacher's time and all of that. And something I struggle with, people's comfort zone, right? They're comfortable. They have their periods off. They have their time, the flow of the day, right? And that all fits into that nice chunk of eight hours, seven and a half hours. But I heard a great quote uh, this year in doing this show. And Henry Ford said, if I asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. <laughs> How do you get the leaders in this building, whether it's students or staff, out of their comfort zone and not thinking about faster horses, but building a car? How do you get people out of their comfort zone with respecting their time and, and the work they're doing? Sure. Well, you know, as a, a new assistant principal, I, I haven't even been there a full year. So, you know, a lot of the thing that I've been focusing on this year is learning and listening. You know, for me to go in as a new assistant principal and think that I know it all or, you know, really try to, um, you know, force ideas out there, it, it wouldn't work, frankly, because, you know, I need everything, the day to day and how the building operates. And, you know, a lot of things that sound great were actually tried five years ago and they didn't work for specific reasons. So it's been a lot of me trying to learn and educate myself. But I think, you know, to more directly answer your question, it's about me not being afraid to ask for other people's opinions and to hear, you know, I might, you think, what are your thoughts? Um, you know, I think that hearing contrary views is really, really important. And it's something that, especially as a newer member of the building leadership team, I really try to strive to do. And sometimes I have to catch myself and remind myself about the, the power of contrary views because no one person can think of all the different difficulties and stumbling blocks. And that's when, you know, people do make mistakes. They try to move too fast. Yeah. So I'm listening and learning. That's a great, that's a great thing. One of the things I did one of my years at school is exit interviews. People, you know, they're, they're getting ready to close their years and maybe getting that feedback from teachers is something that you can add. Um, Kyle, another thing that's going on in your district um, is the leadership, the principal. You know, you have an interim, I think, yep. right? And it's going to be for one more year. Is that, am I saying that right? 
I don't think anything has been fully decided with that. Okay. So I, I would defer to him on that. Okay. And again, I know you're not doing the hiring, <laughs> but hopefully you'll have a say in, in who is hired. You know, what, what type of leadership, you know, what type of leadership are you looking for, right? You're part of the leadership team. Uh, but when that principle does get in place, what are you looking for in that principle? Well, I, I think that right now the answer is easy because we have an amazing principal. You know, Mr. Heinzelman is our, our building leader right now, and he came into the building this October, but he was in the building five years, six years before as the interim athletic director. And he graduated from Goshen back in the day as well. So he's someone who truly loves the community. And I really think he embodies everything that, you know, we're looking for in a principal right now because we have it. And it's my hope that he stays there for another 10 years. It really is because, you know, we have a very strong working relationship as an administrative team. You know, everyone gets along well. Um, there's trust, which is really critical. And more than anything else, and I think this is something that needs to be true for all building leaders, every decision he makes is about the students. It's about what's best for the students, period. And that's all there is to it. So, you know, I'm very blessed to have him as a mentor and as a colleague. And, you know, I, uh, I think that there's been a lot of stuff that, as a building we've been able to do this year, but moving forward, you know, really the sky is the limit. Kyle, you mentioned about collaboration as mayor. And how, how long were you in that role? I was mayor for a little over seven years. Wow. You allowed two terms or is it you could? Uh, I was in my fourth term when I left the position to take this uh, job. And you could have kept going with that? I could have. Is, it, is and, it like New York City, like two times? No, there's no term limits. You know, I, uh, I could have done it for another 10 years. I love being mayor and every day. I mean, I, I'm fortunate. I tell people. I've been so lucky enough that in my life already, I've had two of my dream jobs because I love being assistant principal and I love being mayor. So, you know, it wasn't anything that I didn't love about it. It was just I knew that my career path was education and I wanted to be able to help the young people of Goshen and help others have the great experience in Goshen High School that I had. Yeah. So it allowed me to continue with my school leadership capacity, but also continue to serve the community I love. So I was very blessed to have that as an option. And even to this day, I thank uh, district leadership for that opportunity. And so you mentioned about collaboration, something that you learned as mayor that you're bringing here. What were some other things that you learned as mayor that you now use in your day-to-day life as assistant principal? So I think that one of the biggest challenges that, that I've faced is there's always so many great ideas out there. There's always so many topics that I want to learn about, whether it's restorative justice, social emotional learning, um, STEAM you know, different art stuff, 21st century learning, you know, the the buzzwords can go on and on. But a lot of those things are really exciting to learn about. I wrote a paper in my getting my master's in leadership about um, restorative justice. So that was something that I was passionate about. But even as mayor, there was so many things that I wanted to focus on supporting the arts, supporting music, infrastructure, you know, cost cutting measures, collaboration. Um, So I think being able to focus on a few things and do those really, really well is one of the most important things that I've learned over the years to, you know, you you don't have to be great at everything, but find a few things and do really, really good at them. Not to the detriment of others, but really push the envelope in in a few small areas. I like that. And someone that has a lot of energy and ideas, and that's something that people tell me is rein it in, (laughs) bring it in. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's bring it back to your Ted talk because I know you got to get prepared and get on stage soon. Um, you know, what do you hope to accomplish tonight? Well, I hope I um, can do justice to the event itself. First and foremost, a lot of people have worked so hard on this. So I hope that I can deliver a, a talk that is engaging for the audience. And, you know, I don't start crying on stage and run off in tears. Um, so that's the, that's the, the bottom benchmark for me to meet. Um, but, you know, I want people to really think about, you know, 
what as communities we can do to encourage our young people to come back home. You know, a lot of times you see areas around the, the Hudson Valley that some areas are gentrifying and building up. You know, I, I think of a Beacon, for example, or a Kingston. There's a lot of exciting stuff going on there. Uh, Goshen, most certainly. You know, I'd be remiss to not mention that. Um, so I think the question is, with all these great things going, how can we further make economic strides locally to pr- allow young people to have jobs here that otherwise they would need to move to New York City to get? And that's a big challenge. And that's yeah. not an easy one. Yeah. You know, so uh, you know, some of the others, someone wants are they're not going to live in Orange County, New York, because there's no astronaut jobs here as an extreme example. But even for law school, you know, I know people that have graduated law school with a million dollars in student debt. So to make that to even be able to chip away at that. You can't get a job that allows you to. You got to go in starting salary is enough to really start chipping away at those student loans. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that stuff. That's interesting to think about. And I had a chance to interview Dr. Louvel Brown, who's a superintendent up in Ithaca. Okay. And again, Ithaca has challenges here. It's not very similar to Goshen, but it's a, it's a smaller city in, in, in the state of New York. Uh, and he mentioned, I am a community leader first, a father second, and a school leader third. And he put those in order like that. And, uh, you know, you seem to be going back and forth between community leader and school AP. You're doing this and talking about that. Uh, you have some kids speaking tonight too. I think that's great. Um, have any have any of the kids come to you about advice or how to speak publicly or well, you know you what conversations the, with the kids? There's more students than there are, are um, graduates that are speaking. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, and it's from as I said, as young as years. Um, to answer your question, they haven't come to me, but a lot of that is because the teachers organizing today have gone so above and beyond to give these students support. A lot of these students are incredible in their own right. They walked up on day one and could give their speech effortlessly wow. in a way that you know I couldn't even have dreamed of when I was in middle school or high school. Um, but there's teachers that are involved with the drama club and musical that are helping out and helping them refine them. So th- these, these young people are just going to be incredible. And when did the planning start for this, Kyle? I'm really intrigued, and it's something maybe I, I might bring to Port Jervis one day. I think it's great that you're doing this for your community. And when did the planning start for this? Well, again, I, I can't take any credit. It was Eric Harrison, John Redeker, sure. and but my understanding is they uh, started the process over a year ago. Wow. There is a process where you need to apply to the organization to get approved to use you know, all the branding and everything, and they have specific rules. They, um, but other than that, you know, the organizers, you know, they, they'd be able to answer all the specifics. Um, I, I definitely can tell you there's a buzz in the community. So what they're doing is already having impact. Yeah. And, you know, it lets people know that there's a lot of exciting stuff going on in, in Goshen Central School District. Cool. Well, you're going into your second year. What are your plans for the summer? You going to any conferences, any any books that you're going to be reading? What, what's your plans moving forward here? So I'm going to the um, National Principals Association Conference in Boston. Okay. Um, I might be saying the organization wrong, but I'll be in Boston for a conference for school leaders. Okay. Um, I'm going to Hawaii with my girlfriend so and her family, so excited for that. Um, and overall, just just reading and catching up and getting, we're, you know, we have a big capital construction project going on right now. Yeah. And the new steam lab is being built and that'll be done by the end of the summer. So a lot of my efforts and energy is going to be focusing on the implementation and making sure yeah. that, you know, teachers have all the support they need to fully utilize the space. Cool. It's one thing to build it, but it's about, you know, using it as well. If, the, if you build it, they will come and Goshen <laughs> is doing that. A uh, little plug here, Kyle. I hope to see you at my workshop because I'm presenting at the National Principal. Oh, Conference. okay. Excellent. Uh, so you've heard of it then. Summer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's going to be a great deal. Uh, it is in Boston. And, uh, 
you know, maybe they'll allow a couple New Yorkers uh, in there. But um, I hope so. Yeah, I hope to see you there. And, uh, and I wish you the best of luck. This is an exciting adventure, Carl. And, um, you know, yeah, you're on the verge of your, your TED Talk here. And, and we hope it makes an impact. Uh, if you like the show, leave us a question or a comment. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I know we had some technical difficulties, uh, but it looks like we kind of adjusted and adapted. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of what it's all about. Kyle, how can people get in touch with you, um, you know, if they if they want to reach out to you? So they can email GCS, call the office at the high school, but as I've been told, I'm not as active yeah, on uh, Facebook page. Okay, very good. And again, Kyle Roddy, I appreciate him uh, coming on the program here. And uh, let's cue up that, that music again. Um, Kyle, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, let's get Thank this you on having here. Me. And uh, we're going to sign off here on Education, Leadership, and Beyond. And uh, Kyle Roddy was our guest today, former mayor in Goshen, New York. And uh, I appreciate you coming on. Good luck in your TED Talk tonight. Thank you very much. Cool. Thanks for having me. Cool. Let's cue this music up, and we're going to get him rolling. There we go. Kyle Roddy, everyone. Uh, Goshen uh, administrator. And the talks tonight. If you Google TED Talks, um, Goshen TEDx, right? They'll find it? Yep. All right. All right. Signing off, everyone. Thanks, Continue everybody. to go out and do great work in your schools. Yeah.